0: Hello and welcome to the Coast to Coast podcast from In the Money Media. This is our show for Sunday, January 29th, the day after Pegasus Day. We are recording it before Pegasus Day, so we can't give you any spoilers even if we wanted to. If you're listening to this on Sunday morning, I'm your host, Peter Thomas Pornital, coming to you from down the block from Gulfstream Park at uh, the AC Hotel Miami or something like that. Uh, I keep wanting to say Milan, but that's not right. And I'm joined today, as I've been for all these coast to coast shows pretty much, by uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Jonathan Kinchin. What's up, JK?
1: PTF, what's going on? Um, yeah, there's a, uh, there's a, they got expensive drinks downstairs in that bar, just so you know. <laughs>
0: I'll be checking that out. I, I usually, I, I've stayed at this hotel many times on visits to Gulfstream, and I always seem, speaking of the first coast to coast bed, to run into uh, Tyler Frasto from first. And I should always go to bed, and he convinces me to have a drink, and it turns into two or three, and then you end up with the you know feeling like you have a bump in the head in the morning. So it's it's last night I snuck past the bar hoping I wouldn't see anybody I knew, and I actually got a decent night's sleep, so I could wake up early and look at the sequence of races on Sunday. This is a bet we love with its one dollar minimum, which actually uh, maybe seemingly contrarily contrarily works in the player's favor. The low takeout, the two tracks, lots of things that we like. This version starts off with Gulfstream Park's ninth race, where we've got a three-year-old allowance. J.K., how are we going to light this candle for these races we'll be uh, watching while we presumably are, are watching football at uh, 419 on Sunday?
1: Uh, I'm going to single Diamond Cool, um, who who ran extremely well last time. <clears throat> and that was off of a, you know a little bit of a light break. Comes back, runs well. And I think we'll improve. And, and also ran well going the seven furlongs, which can be a tricky distance. So th- this just feels like the type of horse that's going to take another step forward. Um, if he does take another step forward, I think he could have a 10 point figure edge on the rest of the, of the rest of the group.
0: Uh, what more do you need? You made this point on the show yesterday about the Lasix angle here. Um, this horse seemed to improve significantly with Lasix. So maybe you can mark that as a new level of ability. I had Diamond Cool as one of my two, but I had a goofy one here, one that requires some imagination. The Eight Dangerous Ride, I thought, was maybe worth including. I'm going to include. uh, Last time, no Lasix over his head. Only other dirt race I thought, looking at that, was maybe Sneaky Good. Solid figure, tried hard, down inside on a day when maybe the rail didn't seem so great, I was just hoping in this race that has a lot of speed they could ride this horse cold and maybe have a chance to make a little bit of noise. I want it 8-2, just the two for JK. Hey, before we get to Gulfstream's 10th you've been helping me out throughout the season in this loser pool that I'm in, the loser survivor pool. I have to pick one team of these four to lose this weekend. Who should I pick?
1: Um, I mean, I don't know. I looked at the lines just like – just you know, I was awesome asking me like who was playing or time, so I always go to scoresandodds.com. dot com. I mean they're both like extremely close. The, the Eagles are two and a half point favorites. The Chiefs are, are one and a half point favorites. Like that's that, that's you know those are under field goal games. That, that's pretty exciting. The NFL should be very happy about that in terms of evenly matched uh, teams. I, I, I suppose if you had to pick someone uh, to to get beat, uh, I, I I just I, I I guess the Eagles are playing so good that you have to pick the 49ers to, is the team to be at meet, but they're playing really well. But, but it, to me, there's no question the best team is the Eagles playing. The second best team is the Bengals, how they're playing. But I don't want to take the Bengals on the road. I'd rather take the Eagles at home. So give me the best team at home if these are the four choices that I have.
0: I'm half tempted to be a wise guy and figure everybody's going to be divided between – I don't know that how many people are going to touch that chiefs game. That seems so tricky, but I, you know, that there'll be such maybe an Eagles overrepresentation that, you know, playing for a nine or upset or something. But I think my goal is, is to probably just go with the, the the home favorite that I'm confident in. That probably is the Eagles. Meaning I may after picking the 49ers uh, being on the with the 49ers the last several weeks, it might be time to be against them, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I appreciate that advice. Just, underlining what I think I was uh, probably going to do anyway there. We'll see how it all plays out. The second race that we'll be talking about on this show is Gulfstream Park's 10th on Sunday, an allowance race for Phillies and Mares four and up going one mile on the turf. And I really like the horse in here. I, I'm not going to single, but I, I liked um, lady day, the eight runner a lot, Rosario riding for Chad in a race that I think is going to have plenty of pace and Rosario so good at judging pace on a closer Um, Traffic Song finished ahead of Lady Day last time and that was off a long layoff and she also ran kind of inefficiently. Uh, Maybe was a little bit fresh off the bench. Uh, Might have too much speed, but I needed to include at least uh, as a a bit more of a backup. And then the six fastest flight I thought was interesting, just in great form, a push button type that fits on figures. So eight as my lone A and then the one and the six as B's for me in Gulfstream's 10th. What numbers will be on your tickets?
1: Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just, I don't have a strong opinion here either. I'm going to use Traffic Song, the, uh, the Rail Horse, Fast Flight that you mentioned, Lady Day for Chad, who I think is vulnerable, but you have to use, and then Love in the Air, um, who has some, you know, has been running on dirt, but has some back turf numbers. I, I think I can get out of the race with those, um, always rooting for free data, and our friend uh, uh, Craig Burnick and Glenhill Hill Farm.
0: All right. I like the sound of, of all of that. Uh, Rosario riding for Chad, that's a bit unusual, right? Has, he been, has that been happening more?
1: No, no, he always – yeah, he always – he doesn't ride necessarily first call, um, but I do think that there is certain horses that I think Chad thinks Rosario fits. Um, you know, it's interesting that Irad shows up here um, on on free data for, for Proctor, but it just – it must have been – you know, I, I, there must have been a story there. Maybe Chad entered late or Chad was going to send Lady Day to Tampa then decided not to. And then Irad took the free data call and then he ended up, you know, one of those
0: deals. One of those type of stories. Let's talk about Santa Anita race number four, where we've got uh, this three year old starter allowance for for the Phillies going six furlongs on the turf. This race gave me a bit of a headache, so I'm going to keep it with you.
1: I only needed two. I only needed two golden again. And highly Ahadi. Uh, those are the two that I need the one golden again, the four highly Ahadi. the one, you know, didn't show a lot of speed last time going longer on the grass, but sometimes what happens when they're trying to stretch horses out, I've noticed is they do this dumb thing where they like, try to like, just let them fall out of the gate and just, you know, don't ask too much of them early just to try to like save some stamina. And then they end up just being too far back. Um, now cutting back to the sprint distance handle the turf okay got an okay number but the past races showed a little bit more tactical speed and from the inside i, I don't i mean we can do take back in a turf sprint from the inside i feel like they'll aggressively put the horse in the race should have the stamina bottom to be able to carry him around there and then highly ahadi i just you know i think doug o'neill does an outstanding job this horse projects to get on the lead um and if you know, it just feels like you know winning a starter allowance race, and I, I just felt like maybe this one will handle the grass, and, and I want a horse that's going to be four in these six furlong
0: races. I I was with you on Golden again. I looked at Hialeah Hadi a long time. I love the name. I I couldn't sell myself on the turf blood. I ended up putting the seven grazed my heart on top stakes winner with strong figures. The fear here and the reason I'm guessing you did not want to use was that it could be a little bit too sharp, but I still feel like I have to include. I've got a goofy one as well. The nine, uh, Miss Bellimbusto. This horse did not break down the hill, but I thought this race was like sneaky. Okay. Rushed up, cut out some decent internal pace figures, came wide I just like the fact that this horse had the 5.5 furlong win um, stalking off a slow pace. Just making me think six furlongs is probably the right distance for this horse. I think this nine might be a live long shot. And then the one, Golden, again, has that angle. I love just the big figure improvement, getting onto the turf for the first time. A lot of times these horses, people play them to regress, and they just keep improving. If Golden, again, does that, I think we could have a winner on our hands. Seven, nine, and one for me for JK. One and four as we go back to Gulfstream Park for their next race. And uh, I'll kick this one off. This is uh, race number 11, right? Do I have that right? Yes. Three-year-old maiden special weight fillies going a mile and a 16th. I thought you had to spread here. The 10 Telendos showed a lot of run late on debut. And I do not think that was just a setup at all. Uh, The pace looked slow there, actually. And she stumbled early. This horse can run. The nine misses, Astor, presumably needed the first race. I thought that was a very tricky trip against the flow, second time out. And this is a huge rider switch to Jose Ortiz. The one, a hunch play for you potentially, JK, Sri Lanka, um, similar in profile to the top pick, didn't break. Slow pace, came flying. And then Aris, the forerunner, the Clement firsters, nearly must use. This one's kin to Plum Ali and the siblings Two of the siblings ran really well on debut. You had a winner and a third from the three to make it to the races. So 10, 9, 1, and 4, really interesting race. Could be some talented runners in here. How do you want to approach it? Yeah,
1: I got a spread here. I mean, I have to use the one Sri Lanka. Um, my mother was born there, um, lived lived there until she was nine years old. Monkeys used to, like, chase her to school. Um, <laughs> so and it's just funny, honestly, too, about that. Pete. I don't know if you've told this before. The house she grew up in, in Sri Lanka, is now on airbnb so that's hysterical fun. we gotta I go. know if i ever go i know i know i just like you know so they have any racing life. uh it ain't i don't think it's horses if it is it's probably some <laughs> wild situation <laughs> yeah um i'm gonna use that horse i'm gonna spread in here i'm gonna use um uh, milu i guess is what we're calling this horse uh the the the, the three horse you- okay yeah that one got to be used i'm gonna use aris um, the full t- to Plum Ali, um Cumberland Falls, pen- Penumbras Maker, Penumbras Maker. What is, what is that word, Pete? Penumbras. Okay. And um, Miss Astor I need to use. And then we'll. I'm, I want to see some workouts on Fancy and Idle Chatter. I, I just need to see workouts on those. I, I do not have an opinion in this race. There's not a whole lot to, to go on. The workout report can sometimes clean some of these things up. You know, uh, there's a lot of horses who, if you look at their last works, it's Palm Meadows on the turf. So the DRF workout report, um, Palm Meadows on the turf, Palm Meadows on the turf. The DRF workout report does suggest that uh, that that you know w- we'll have some some ideas about how these horses run. And, and I need to remind myself to stop saying DRF workout report um, because they won't let me do a past performance shirt and I don't know why. And they were cold about like telling me that I couldn't do it. Who
0: did you I talk couldn't... to over
1: there? Uh, some guy whose name starts with an I.
0: Okay. The CEO. Better.
1: But uh, they like see, wouldn't yeah. tell me. Well, they're like, our legal said no. But wh- but like we'll we'll do a royalty. We'll do whatever. I, anyway, I'm just saying this out loud because I just think it's silly. I was gonna do a past performances shirt with all the Derby winners, and it would have been outstanding. Oh, but, that would be
0: like, so cool. Yeah, like
1: they, they for whatever
0: reason they're not they're not uh, they're not okay. So that's that's oh. the top. I don't I don't think we can help. I don't think we can help with that. So, <laughs> one, three, four, five, six, and nine I wrote down. No tens. You didn't see what I saw in talendos Um, you know, there was trouble, but the figure
1: wasn't particularly fast comes in off a break. One thing that would move me, of course, is looking at that January 22nd work that's on Palm Meadows on the turf. If that comes back with a B solid B, B plus working with a good mate, something like that, then that's an absolute
0: upgrade for me. All right. I'll make the check workout report note there for you as well. We close things out with Santa Anita's sixth race this is our pay leg, maiden-claiming 50s, going down the hill. J.K., how are we going to get paid?
1: Yeah, you know, I only needed really two here. I'm going to use the El Potente, um, who has some turf-winning siblings, was, was pretty impressive last time from a speed figure standpoint, has some speed, um, should be able to find themselves forwardly placed, and then Devil Moon who also has some speed, I, I think we'll appreciate the cutback from the mile last time. That speed and fade, although it was on the dirt, um, or two back, I'm sorry, it was on the dirt. The last race was on the turf. I do think that speed and fade, drawn outside, down the hill, has some back turf numbers that work.
0: Um, Devil Moon is another one that I'll, I'll be leaning on, and those are the only two that I'll use in this race. Have you seen any early scratches, or is de- does Devil Moon need one to get in? I haven't seen any. I don't even have... Pa- I don't even have uh, um, I don't even have um, numbers. Yeah, yeah, we to make for this for early, but you know, it's it's, it's certainly uh, you know you got a fighting chance to get Devil Moon in there four and eleven. The numbers for J.K. We're we're Oppo on this one, as uh, Gil Alexander says on uh, my favorite uh, football betting podcast. Number nine, Andros. I like this horse. Ran okay at a much higher level. Uh, You know that fig was good. Returning here as a gelding, I thought was interesting, and I wanted to give the ten Chicago Soldier another chance bet hard down the hill on the drop and it just all went wrong i think this horse should get another chance and i'm with you on put we not really oppo because i am with you on el potente i just think um pedigree wise this horse and the turf i think could be a very uh very good mix you mentioned the damn side and you know you you like temple cities on the on the turf as well being by Dynaformer. or so uh, I, I have, have one a- thought about
1: andros and, 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 and not to talk you off but just uh, just a point that i want to be able to say so people can recognize it you know, SF Racing, Starlight, Madikin, Masterson, when those horses, when they buy horses and send them the Baffert, they are doing whatever that is that they're doing is the complete opposite of trying to find a turf horse. Yes. They, they anything that suggests turf, no, no, no. They they want dirt stallions. That whole syndicate is to create stallions, stallions like authentic, like charlatan, um, like eight rings. We'll see how that turns out. But that's what they're, that's what they do. Um, the fact that this horse is ended up on the turf after being gelded and switching barns just kind of makes me think there might not be much there.
0: You're probably right. But what and and I wouldn't like this horse in a maiden special weight on the turf. But the maiden claiming 50 level, I just don't think you got to be, you know, that 100% to get there so that's 100 will I will leave that one in the mix but that's a good point just a, a good way for people to uh to th- look at the world and think about the world JK I got to kick you out I got uh, Duke Matisse in the green room here and we got another show for uh, Saturday on the Pegasus to, to record but uh, great catching up with you as always tell him I said hi I will definitely tell him you said hi. Thanks to JK. Thanks to our friends at First Racing, especially Aiden Butler and Peter Rotundo. Uh, Thanks also to our founding partners, the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation and 10 Strike Racing. You know around here, we love to root for the purple and black, especially when Looms Boldly is on the track. This show's been a production of In the Money Media. Our business manager is Breeders' Cup betting challenge champion Drew Coatney. Our chief creative officer is that guy over there, Jonathan Kinchin. I'm Peter Thomas Fornital. May you win all your photos.